0: you've yeah, got Atali primal storm i'm already giving this less
1: than a seven because it's got freaking Zatalpa. i swear <laughs> to, i swear to god tim someone at wizards is like how many Zatalpas can we print on one sheet and then they, they basically get. only printed Zatalpas for six years Hey guys, welcome back to Casual Commander. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And Mr. On the Road Again. It's me, Mr. You boy. Mr. Travelman over there. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that.
0: Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Just Mr. <laughs> Travelman what
1: are you doing? over there is making me do the recording. So so this week we're going to take a look at the Dominaria United precons. And talking to a few people, we have decided that the way we kinda do our pre con episodes isn't exactly the most thrilling or exciting or
0: I mean, just us crapping all over them for the most
1: part. Yes. And, <laughs> and, you know, really, it, it turned out that it really wasn't that subjective. Uh, I mean, no. Was, yeah. So obviously these pre cons from our point of view have are mostly below other than a few cards here and there, what we would expect to see in one of our decks, you know, and with the pre cons in mind, you know, being decks meant to, to introduce people to the game and be quick pickups, easy to play, things like that. Tim and I talked about it, and we decided that we think the best idea, actually, is to, instead of just discussing the cards, we're going to rank the decks
0: against each other. I think we, for most of the decks, we had probably an opinion that matched what most people felt about these decks. Uh, I think probably some of them, like we might have... We, we tend to be pessimistic I think because we just want more out of these and I get that wizards is going for making intro level decks you know like we're probably not gonna see you know Edgar Markov level decks all that often but you know we can hope so, okay. so instead what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna rank them like like Chris said we're gonna pit them against each other see how they hold up and we've got a bunch of different what's the word I'm looking for different
1: we got a bunch of different facets facets and tiers that we're going to be looking at each deck to kind of, you know, coalesce into a final opinion of what we think of the deck. Yeah. So let's quickly go through each of the different categories that we're going to rank each deck on. So obviously the most important thing is the face commander. We want to see what we think of them. Do we think they're going to be strong? Are they going to be weak? Then we're also Mm. going to take a look at the alternate commanders. Uh, any of the other mythics or legendary creatures that they put into the deck to fit the same deck color scheme we'll take a look at the new cards any new cards that they've made for the deck any new cards that they've uh, generated and this is kind of just an amalgam of all the new cards creatures instant sorceries etc etc we're going to take a look at the creature reprints we're going to rate the instant and sorcery reprints as well as the artifact and enchantment reprints so those will be three separate categories we're going to take a look at the lands and then we're also going to look at a couple more things we're going to Basically, this is where our opinions come in. There's going to be two categories, out-of-the-box playability and fun factor. And then we're going to tabulate all of those into a final overall score. Tim, do you want to tell the listeners what our grading scores are?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we uh, are sticking with the theme that Chris and I have always held to, which is just utmost professionalism. And the first ranking, obviously it's the lowest tier tier. And that means that it should still be shown with respect. So we've tiered that as dumpster fire. It's awful, not worth the money, and you can get better value in a 10 cent bin at Walmart, which is harsh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, um, and, man, you know,
1: look, we got to we got to be straight shooters, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We just want to make There's sure no... we're saving you guys money from, you know, it, so you don't buy it if it's a dumpster fire. I don't want there to be any question over our rankings yeah then next tier step up it's better than dumpster fire it's it's a workable deck but it's still baby's first deck because it's passable but in the worst way possible and you can just it's very easily upgraded basically this is like okay i am you know these this is the training wheel of decks right yeah this is this is like
1: upgrading your basic forest into a snow forest
0: yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, just, it's just a better better land in every way. Um, then, of course, we have... This is a five-tiered list, so the very middle is obviously going to be about a seven, right? Absolute middle of the pack, good value, could be better, definitely some upgrades to throw in there, but you're probably not upgrading a decent amount of it. Maybe it's got an okay land base. You know, the, the land's probably the best... You're gonna do upgrading, and then the cards are pretty workable. Then we've got just uh, just above about a seven in the fourth tier. We've got was this for Meldrain? It's <laughs> <laughs> strong cards, good reprints. Definitely can include most of these cards in other decks. This deck is probably going to be pretty strong overall. You're probably not going to have to upgrade it too much. Maybe some a few things here or there, but it's pretty solid. And then finally, obviously, the last tier is CEDH. Basically, the new cards are slam dunks, highly sought-after reprints. It's 100% worth the value, usability, little to no upgrades necessary.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, so remember, guys, these rankings for each of the decks are going to be against the other pre-cons. Okay, so keep that in mind as we go through these. You know, it's not like I'm going to be ranking... Some some random precon from three years ago against a Cedh or you know a, a Thassa's combo because of course the precon's is not going to win out and so this is really just us discussing how how do we think each of these precons are gonna are really gonna look in the long run so our plan we're gonna look at the two new ones today and then over time Tim and I are actually gonna add to this list some of the other car- some of the other already established precons. And then just continue to add to this list as time goes on, as new decks come out. Uh, the list will also be visible to anybody. It will be shared on our Facebook and Discord. So anybody who wants to come check this list out, see anything we think about the previous decks, see anything that, you know, you, you, you want to look at us and be like, holy crap, you guys are dumb. Come, come you, you are welcome to look and provide feedback on it. Well, without further ado, Tim, what do you say we get into the
0: first deck? Okay, Chris, what do you say we get into the first deck?
1: Thanks, Tim. I think it's about time we got into the first
0: deck. I'm surprised we're not getting into the first deck right now.
1: Okay, well, let's get into the first deck. The first deck is called Painbow. So, first it's...
0: <laughs> a, <laughs> I can't believe this is the real name. This is the actual
1: name of this deck,
0: Painbow. Like, we are not we're not paraphrasing we're it in any way. It is they, called
1: Painbow. <laughs> they had fun naming these two decks. Let's be real yeah. here. So, obviously, both of these decks are Dominary United-themed... A lot of them have some of the newer, a lot of legendary cards. And then one of them, you'll see the second one is actually extremely legend, legendary focused. So Painbow, its uh, color identity is actually Wuburg. It's a five color deck, thus the term Painbow. The commander is Jared Carthalion, who we actually just got a Jared card uh, a little bit ago, actually. I think it was in Modern Horizons 2 we got a Jared. No, no, it was Commander. Yeah, we got a Commander Legends. There is a Jared in Commander Legends. Do you want to read out the the face commander or you want me to?
0: Uh, sure, I can do it. Okay, go for it. Yeah, so so like Chris was saying, main commander is Jared Carthalion. He costs Wuberg for a five loyalty planeswalker. His plus one says create a 3-3 three, three Kabu creature token with trample that's all colors. His minus three says choose up to two target creatures. For each of them, put a number of plus one plus one counters on it equal to the number of colors it is. And then his alt, his minus six, says return target multicolored card from your graveyard to your hand. That card was all colors, draw a card, and create two treasure tokens. And obviously this one says Jared Carthalian can be your commander. He's interesting. He's obviously built around, you know, you make a Kavu, then the next one you minus three him, give them it and something else. A bunch of plus one plus one counters. So you're yeah. making some big kabu. So I do like his alt. His alt is good, but it's fine. That's it's yeah, it's, it's nothing fine. amazing, but it is it's okay. Like you let's
1: know. so here's the first good example. Let's looking at him, Jared Carthalian. Let's compare him to another planeswalker. Uh like Lord Wingrace, who can be your commander. Lord Wingrace's alt is just like destroy six permanents. Yeah. Make
0: six cats,
1: which is by and far better than a single unearth
0: uh, yeah i would say a johnny from this new set his old is better than this sure but ult. he
1: can't be a commander
0: well fair i'm just throwing that out there you know like
1: yeah what one thing i'm i'm gonna just say this up front one thing i think i'm i feel like about the Rainbow deck it's it's a lot of five color synergy but it doesn't actually synergize well together and you'll kind of see what i mean when we talk about some of the cards
0: yeah, I was looking through them. I, I'm, I'm getting the same thing. Like, uh, I'm yeah. in the same. We're on the same page. We're on the same page. Finally. Finally. We <laughs> could took, finally end the podcast. It took eight hundred
1: episodes. <laughs> oh God, this. that's how many we're at. No. I, An I hour. mean, in terms of Jared Carthalion in uh, as a face commander, I mean, I gotta go with like baby's first deck. Yeah. I he doesn't really scream. I have to play like if it were me and I got this deck, I'd replace him with Joda. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Like I'm sure. not I'm not gonna be spending a lot of time building around him. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't really like cool, I can make a Kavu. He gives you value. He's better than a Lenora, you know? He he gives yeah. you value with the three three Kavu and at least you can recur something from your graveyard, but for five color, I'd want my commander to be a little bit
0: better. Yeah, and yeah, he makes treasure tokens, and we've said for a long time, treasure tokens are pretty broken, but for six loyalty, like, it's not that much. And that's only if it's all colors. And Yeah, that's only his ult. Yeah. Better than Dumpster Fire,
1: but Baby's First Deck, I think, for Jared is a good
0: spot. Yeah, definitely.
1: All right, so how about the the face the other commander is, uh (laughs) uh-oh, his brother, apparently. (laughs) Jensen Carthalion, Druid Exile green and a white for a 2/2 two, two human druid. Whenever you cast a multicolored spell, scry 1. If that spell was all colors, create a 4/4 four, four white angel creature token with flying and vigilance. 5 and tap add WUBRG. I mean immediately color fixing out. Color fixing is amazing. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that you can get the WUBRG benefit right away and make an it's, angel in the process.
0: It you know you got your uh basalt monolith and you've got your your uh soul ring out you've immediately got wooberg it's stupid like he's uh, he's really good exactly automatically better than jared i know i it sucks to say but <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially because you're, you're casting uh spells and a lot of them are gonna be all colors like if that's that's what you're playing around right and you know you're using his ability to fix the mana and then you're also getting a white angel for it and you're scrying one like
1: yeah yeah he's way better the other the other five color there's one more five color commander or five color alt commander that could be in here the rest of them are just kind of legendaries that are in the colors and we'll talk about those in a bit but the other Mm -hmm. five color legendary creature is okagachi vengeful Kami.
0: I have him in my Ur-Dragon deck. He's a dragon. He's of good. course
1: you have him.
0: Okay, but you can't have all... There's more than 99 <laughs> dragons, Chris.
1: Uh, but yeah.
0: that being said, he is better in the 99. I don't you think, think so? he's... Than being the the commander, like swapping well, let, well, him we're out. looking
1: at them right now as the possibility of being an alt commander. So could he be... Like, what's he relative, you know?
0: So, yes, if you were to put him at com- like the command of this deck. I don't think he's got any synergy with anything other than himself. Right? He's saying it's just him whenever he deals combat damage to a player if that player attacked you during his or her last turn, exile target non land permanent that player controls. That's a great ability, don't get me wrong, right? Sure. Like getting some revenge exile, fantastic. He's got like he's got less synergy than Jared. So I would say in the in the terms of this deck he would be. I'd probably put him dumpster fire. No, as the commander.
1: He's better. He to me, he's better than Jared.
0: There's no way. He's got zero. He's got zero synergy. Name one way he synergizes with anything else in this deck.
1: Jared synergizes with none of this
0: deck either. He at least like you can return multicolored card from your graveyard. Like his ult actually does something that is a synergy with other cards in this deck. Why do we care about synergy? The thing exiles
1: stuff. Jared does not interact with your enemies at all. Okay. I have a solitude I, <laughs> on my
0: creature. Then, then why build this deck is my point. If Tim, you're building Tim, Tim, Okanachi, Tim, 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 stop, stop, stop.
1: I think you're misunderstanding what we're trying to do with these episodes. Which is why I asked you and you explained it. <laughs> um, no, no, hold on. We're looking at this deck. We're not building this deck. We buy this deck. Yes. Okay, we are comparing this to other pre-cons. We're yes. not saying let's rip this deck apart and only use the cards in it.
0: I know. Okay. And that's my point. My point is if we are just buying this deck and swapping jared for okagachi that's in my opinion worse you think so i do i think okagachi has zero synergy with this deck he's good it's a good card but I, but we're not talking about if it's good or not we're talking about if it's a good commander and i just don't think it is
1: how about good relative to other alt commanders
0: in in the confines of this
1: deck? No 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 no. In the confines of all pre-cons. We're comparing this but, pre-con to other
0: pre-cons. I know, and I'm saying, if you put this as the commander of this pre-con deck, it would be worse than I think most other commanders in other precon decks. Wow. Okay, you really don't like Okagachi. Not as a commander, no. Huh. And and sorry, and again, not as the commander of this specific deck. Okay. Right? Okay. I I think if you're building Okagachi, this is not the direction you go, which is why I'm thinking he's not a good alternate commander.
1: However, I would say that Jensen Karthalian is a great commander. Absolutely. 100% agree.
0: So I think with that
1: being said, this is going to be a fun – this is going to be fun to edit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave it all in. Let them hear us bickering. Sure, sure. Uh, (laughs) They're used to it. Alt commanders, I would actually put this as a 7. Just because – Jensen Carthalian carries it.
0: If we're only, yeah, I mean, because you have an alternate commander that is a seven, so yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this is a seven. We're gonna go ahead and put it at that.
0: Jensen, I think, is amazing. Definitely Jens, Jensen not. Jensen
1: is very good for five color.
0: I don't think he's. Yeah, I think this is a seven. I don't think he's Eldraine level. So I'm I'm good with that. Okay.
1: All right. Moving on. Uh, next next area is new cards. So like, let's look let's look at a a deck for example. When we go back and look at what were they? I believe it was Icoria Precons. That's where we got the cast for free spells. You know so the one that's like it's like um, uh, what's the one blue card that's two and a blue? If you can if you control your commander, you may cast this oh, without any mana. Yeah, Did,
0: was that Icoria? I thought that was Commander I think Legends. That was Icoria. Uh, because I, it came out. I, no. Yes,
1: it was Icoria. Because it came out with Broko's Fierce Guardianship is the card I'm talking about. Oh, fierce guardians! It specifically says two in a blue for an instant. If you control your command, if you control a commander, you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. Counter target non-creature spell. Oh, this was Commander Twenty Twenty. This was Commander Twenty Twenty. Not... This was not Icoria.
0: Okay, and then also Jessica's Will, which has the same ability, just saying, or like the same top part. That was in Commander Legends, so I guess they redid it. Which kind of is
1: commander 2020 is kind of icoria it was around that time there are five decks yeah. that came out at that same time i don't know so in that regard for that specific deck those new cards are like cedh or eldraine level right yeah because those cards are incredible right the uh, the one i'm just telling you about right now fierce guardianship that card's like 90 dollars right now
0: yeah it's insane I mean, so, it's really good. <laughs> yeah.
1: So that that kind of gives you, like, the idea of the things we're talking about. Compare that to a deck like the Coven deck, where none of those cards really synergized, and none of those yeah. cards really worked together. They were there, but there was only, like, two cards with Coven, mm-hmm. you know? So you can see kind of the differences we're getting at. So, with that being said, Tim, what do you think about this deck, the new cards in this deck?
0: We got a lot of five-color cards. Yeah, I really like unite the coalition it's expensive but you get i'm just going to read it out pay two and then wooburg and you choose five you may choose the same mode more than once target permanent phases out target player draws a card exile target player's graveyard unite the coalition deals two damage to any target and destroy target artifact or enchantment yeah it's pricey but you can do any of those any amount of times up to five and like just with target permanent phases out that's amazing Right, mm-hmm. you—it's got artifact and enchantment removal. You can do up to ten damage to any target. Um, exiling a target player's graveyard—that's going to shut down a lot of recursion decks. It's expensive, but I think with with Jensen at the helm, it's not hard to get Woober getting more. So, I, I, I like—I yeah.
1: think it's really good. That's a cool card. I really like. I don't know why this is just so weird. Seeing this to me, look at Falaji Warf Wayfarer. Oh, I was, I was going to say that right? one This is card is too. so interesting. Yeah. Two and a green for a 2-4 human scout. But it's two and a green, but it's got a gold border. And it's so weird seeing a mono green card in a gold border. But because it's because it's... it has yeah. all colors. Mm-hmm. So the card says, Falaji Wayfarer has is all colors. This ability doesn't affect its color identity, which is really neat. Multicolored yep. spells you cast have Convoke convoke yeah. which is also really good
0: it's so good for the. okay so just so like say you've got this on the field and you want to play unite the coalition you can convoke you can tap two creatures and then also you don't know, have to pay the wooberg somehow but then you can just like cast another one which uh Ir- iridian maelstrom which destroys all- each creature that isn't all colors and then just phase out any of your crap that you want to then also keep like, mm-hmm. that that's great synergy, man. I like that. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, this, this deck has added a bunch of new cards for Wooburg Synergy, which is really cool. A great yeah. new rock, actually, is in this deck, which I think this rock is actually going to see um, a, a pretty good value. Uh, Obsidian Obelisk. Two mana for an artifact. Enters the battlefield tapped. Tap to add colorless. Or tap to add one mana of any color. Spend this mana only to cast a multicolored spell. In non-CEDH, man, like in regular play, that's going to be good. Two mana rocks that's are amazing. always good.
0: Yeah. Two mana rocks. And then it does come in tapped. But then it's uh, any color, as long as you're casting something multicolored, which is going to be a lot, a lot of the time.
1: Still, yeah. I mean, think yeah, about really it, right? That's going to help you cast your commander most times. Like, obviously, if I'm running a mono deck, I'm not going to play this. But any two, three, four-color deck,
0: this is a great card. Also, Tiller Engine, just looking, like, directly next to that. That's so good. I really like this. So pay two to get a one three construct uh, artifact creature construct whenever a land enters the battlefield tapped and under your control, choose one. Untap that land or tap target nonland permanent and opponent controls. like that's gonna be that's so good. I mean that's that's good for like ramping, right? It's great for ramping right So you've got like those those bounce lands that come in tapped but now now they don't come in tapped. So you tap for a mana put the play the bounce land bring it back to your hand you've got that one mana and it comes in untapped and then you immediately get two mana out of it like that's like a three mana swing
1: i think that's really good synergy yeah i agree i think overall the new cards in this deck this is a seven Uh, for yeah for the new cards i'd say this is a seven i say this is a seven not bad if you're gonna run wooberg right obviously we're gonna tear this deck apart when it comes to the mana base because yeah. it is a wooper deck <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> uh anyway all right let's start looking at the creature reprints i'm pretty you know not too bad i'm always happy They've to got... see always happy to see belful strix that's pretty much a commander yeah. staple at this point
0: yeah if you're running blue black the problem
1: i have with it it's kind of tying back to the whole commander issue there's really no synergy with the creatures It's basically Um, just multicolored good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the creatures are great. Don't get me wrong, right? You're getting a lot of really good reprints: Maelstrom, Archangel, Nethroy, Rien, Zaxara, tons, tons of good stuff. Zyrus, lots of good reprints, but like they don't really synergize well with each other.
0: I yeah, I agree with that. I think it's interesting that they have two of the mutate creatures. They like, got a
1: couple mutate in here, yeah.
0: Is it is it more than two?
1: Let me no, see. No, yeah, it's a Luna and
0: Nethroi, I think.
1: okay. And then for some reason Arcolos Lagoon Mystic. Just put a turtle in.
0: <laughs> just <laughs> put <laughs> the
1: turtle not? In, why
0: just, not? Just, uh, you know, just a little bit of stacks.
1: Yeah, let's toss that in.
0: Well um, tie stacks.
1: I hate to say this, but because of the lack of synergy, and it just... I mean, obviously this deck is going to be just based around getting as many multicolored spells out as you possibly can. Yeah. I kind of have to feel like Baby's first deck.
0: It's... Yeah, I mean... It's
1: good. Like, if you want value, it's not a bad set. Like, it's not a bad deck. But as
0: as a deck, you
1: know, it's just a, yeah. it's, a its a good stuff pile.
0: It's... Yeah, I, I, I find it hard... I don't want to say because everything is really good but you're right there's like it just is good that's its draw is that yeah. it's good right yeah so
1: so yeah all right uh moving on to instant and sorceries uh not bad i mean lots of good ramp it is you know you are in five colors you had better have some ramp yeah and i'm seeing most of it we got kodama's reach far seek explosive vegetation explore growth spiral uh, Sylvan Reclamation with Land Cycling.
0: Not bad. Yeah, it's got, it's got some decent ramp. It's got a decent amount of yeah. targeted removal, too. Search for Tomorrow, yeah. There's Search for Tomorrow, Merciless Eviction, which is just a straight board wipe, but it's an exile wipe. Dude, um, I have
1: been burned so many times with my enchantment deck by Merciless Eviction, I will always support it being in decks.
0: Yeah, it's that's it's such, so it's such a good card. Abzan Charm, Beast Within. But it, this, uh, it, it's kind of like they rec-
1: yeah they've they've recognized that it's a five-color good stuff pile so they got to give you the mana the lands but again like the rest of it is just like ah, eh, let's just throw some of our extra stuff in
0: yeah really like the reprints don't have the the synergy for multicolored that the the new cards have so i think that's kind of holding it back yeah i mean ramp is ramp and targeted removal is always good but it's not it's not wowing me i don't know that i would put it as this is a seven i think i'd it's like a high baby's first this is is baby's second deck
1: yeah baby's second deck that's good (laughs) we'll put a baby
0: first deck like
1: obviously you're not going to get your value by buying for these sorceries in instance okay artifact enchantment reprints uh it no solar ring I was just about to say dumpster fire. No soul ring. (laughs) Dumpster fire. I mean, all right, come on. Let's be real. It's five color.
0: Yeah, but okay. But hear me out. Soul ring lets you use Jensen's ability faster, easier. Yeah. So like you need more rocks. You need like, I know if the the deck was not built around Jensen, but like, and it is built around multicolored.
1: I am forgiving of the no soul ring. I I am okay with that because the cards but like they included Prophetic Prism, which is a crappy, crappy I mean it's mana fixing, but it's crappy. Yeah. You know? And the enchantments? Don't even get me started. Abundant Growth? Gimme Utopia Sprawl. Give me something a little bit better. Yeah. I gotta go baby's first deck. Actually I might even go Dumpster Fire.
0: I think Dumpster Fire. I like, think like, Dumpster just Fire. Not... Not that good. Like, at least they put in an arcane signet. If they didn't have that, it would be worse than Dumpster Fire. Yeah.
1: All right. Oh, boy. Let's start looking at these lands.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, Here we go. It is Wooburg, so I will forgive that it's 39, but there's a lot of ramps, so I feel like 39 is not necessary. I mean, they got it's... some good lands. They got they got Cinderglade and Canopy Vista. I
1: think they have all of the slow lands, which I can I can accept that. They have... They have the poor man fetches. They have grasslands. They have mountain valley. They have all yeah. of the. They have the triomes, but like the the crappy triomes, right? The the just the lands, no the non non labeled yeah, yeah. lands. So like mystic monastery, uh, nomad outpost. Why didn't they put like a triome in here?
0: Yeah, or the some of the new ones from New Capenna.
1: Well, I mean triomes. We're calling them all
0: triomes. Oh,
1: okay. Like, I, okay. Even wizards has come out and said we wish we called those triomes
0: gotcha you know (laughs) yeah all right fair i didn't know that they said that um (sighs) they do they have crystal quarry which i for this deck i think is very good it's basically jensen's ability on a land yeah so that's good um i mean that's not bad i mean that's a ten dollar land yeah it's it's not horrible i first gut gut reaction is baby's first deck
1: it's not dumpster fire because could you play with this land base sure yeah i think you could theoretically you have mana fixing like you said with crystal quarry you have the slow man fetches Mm -hmm. like relative to other pre-con decks this land base isn't that bad
0: yeah yeah i would say it's probably i still i still baby second deck yeah again another baby baby second deck to say this is a seven it's not middle of the pack but it's it's better than, than a lot
1: yeah I kind of want to say this is a seven just because of our grading scale.
0: Yeah, because because if we're comparing it, comparing I feel like this is it. better have, than yeah. most. This is better than most. Yeah. <laughs> Can we put an asterisk like <laughs> just is... because it's, this is compared to other. But that's decks all. In there. I like, mean,
1: that's all these decks are going to be.
0: Yeah. And just like I think these are like Wizards is like. So, no, it would be it would be above. This is a seven. Right. Because I think this is above middle of the road. Uh, we got we got to look at like, older
1: pre cons, man. They had some good lands back then. Remember oh, this is relative we to like all that. precons.
0: Oh, I thought you said it wasn't. I thought you said it was to only recent pre-cons. Oh, no, all precons. We're going to we're uh, going to go
1: back and look at those too. Gonna...
0: Oh, we're going to go back and look at them? Yeah, man. We're
1: not for <laughs> other episodes. We'll just start grading them on our own time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. So, but I, I think it's this is a 7 if we're just talking precons.
1: I agree. I think so. All right. Now into our our categories, out of the box playability and fun factor. I think
0: we don't really need to look at cards to kind of do these two. So yeah. like I think if if I were to give advice, out of the box playability, you're swapping the commander out immediately, right? Like you're, yeah. you're putting Jensen at the helm. I think it I think it's probably uh I would say it's probably baby's first deck. There's some good stuff in it, but I don't think it's middle of the pack because I don't think there's enough synergy in there to yeah. to to make it that way.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to out of the box playability and fun factor. I'm gonna put a baby's first deck. I think both of them should be baby's first deck. Maybe, maybe fun factor should be this as a seven.
0: I think so the problem is fun factor is way, way subjective. Oh yeah, because <laughs> f- well, for me, it's got cards in there like Alapalani and and Okakachi and which all those. Cool. Like, yeah, and I, I to me, that's fun, and I like good stuff decks. But for you, I'd be fine with I, it. You be, I think you, but I think it'd be less fun for you because there's like doesn't seem to be any combo potential whatsoever. No, it's oh, not a Johnny
1: deck. Yeah, sure, it's definitely not a Johnny deck. However, there's nothing wrong with wanting to slap down a giant Nethroi. Like, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm cool mutating Nethroi onto, you know, some gigantic. They have a ten ten in there. Yeah, exactly. The new card, um, like mutate yeah, a, a Nethroi onto primeval spawn. Yeah, so. Yeah, I I think this this would be like, if I were to bring, if I were to bring this deck, like everyone went out, like we got our pod together, and we're all like, "Hey, go buy a pre-con, and let's play them."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'd have fun playing this deck. I think so too.
0: Would I, I, I would, I would I be, be blown away it.
1: by it? Probably not. No. Could this deck do okay out of the box? It's five color. It's going to be hard without some better lands.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's really the. I think. Yeah. Yeah, baby's first deck. Get a, get a better land base and maybe yeah. it's middle of the road, but Woberg and in that land. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, that's gonna be tough. All right. How about overall though? Overall relative to the other pre cons. I mean, we've got a bunch of precons ourselves, we know this. I gotta go baby's first deck. I
0: I think for me, the categories that I would I would find most important are Face commander obviously you want the command like the main commander to be good, but then also the alternate commanders because you just need to have an option if your face commander is hot garbage.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The uh, out of the box playability, and then at the end of the day, fun factor I think is probably the most important. Which again we're saying is subjective, but like if you're going you're, if you're buying this deck you're probably not buying it to be competitive with people who have been playing for years and years and years right sure So, oh, like you want to buy a deck that you're going to have fun playing while you're learning how to play magic yeah i think this one would be fun i think <sighs> i want to put it in between i want to i want to say like it's halfway between <laughs> i know we don't have an option for oh that, my god we've think... already
1: broken our scaling on the first episode
0: i think compared to other decks especially like in recent memory i think this is well,
1: more if fun you, if and... you
0: had to round up or round down i'm rounding down I th- okay, if I had to round down, I guess I would round down too because the mana base isn't that great. Okay, so we'll we'll but do that then.
1: Yeah. Like if I handed you this deck and I handed you an Edgar Markov deck, you're yeah, gonna want to well. play Edgar Markov. <laughs> yeah, obviously. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah. All right. But he's not. He's not the standard. He's probably the pinnacle.
1: Yes, he is. He is CEDH across the board in this ranking. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on. Deck two, the other deck that's going to be released, is legends legacy it is red white black the commander is dahada binder of wills she's pretty cool looking one red white black for a five loyalty planeswalker the plus two up to one target legendary creature gains vigilance lifelink and indestructible until your next turn minus three Reveal the top four cards your library. Put any number of legendary cards from among them into your hand and the rest into your graveyard. Create a treasure token for each card put into your graveyard this way. Minus 11. Gain control of all non-land permanents until end of turn. Untap them. They gain haste until end of turn. Dahada can be your commander. Already, now this is that's better. That's an ult. This that's, is, that's this is better. Ult. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this oh is God. this is way better. The downside is I mean, it's commander, right? Not there, there's a decent amount of non-legendary permanents. But this actually says non-land permanents, which means you get rocks, you get enchantments,
0: mm-hmm. you get you get artifacts. This is crazy. I I really like her. There every every few every year or so, they come out with a commander deck Precon that i'm like genuinely interested in yeah this one's it this is I, the one i've liked yeah i really like her
1: i mean she also comes in with five basically seven loyalty as long as you yeah. have a legendary creature that you're planning on attacking with but i mean yeah. vigilance lifelike and indestructible that's a that's a steal that's a deal
0: uh, yeah i think, think she's know? good man
1: i really like her i like her, her. all
0: i don't think her C- is
1: i don't think cedh but i think this is an Eldrain level commander
0: i i think so too i i agree so i'm gonna put her definitely not see EDH.
1: no that's kind of reserved for (laughs) uh eminence just straight up eminence yeah pretty much (laughs) all right (laughs) so looking at so obviously the theme of this deck is all legendaries looking at the the other uh the new alt commander is shanid sleeper's scourge do you want me to read him or you want to read him
0: um i can read him okay yeah, so Shanid or Shanid. I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Uh, Shanid. Yeah, I don't know. Shanid. Shanid.
1: Shane. We're just going to call him Shane. Sh-
0: I like Shane. Let's call him. Yeah, Shane. All right, Shane. Sleeper Scourge. Uh, he costs one red, white, black to get a two for legendary human knight. He's got menace and other legendary creatures you control have menace. Whenever you play a legendary land or cast a legendary spell, you draw one card and you lose one life. I also think that that is very good. That is also really good.
1: I mean, drawing obviously is huge. If you're playing basically only legendaries, this is really useful. He's a knight, Mm -hmm. so if there's any knight synergy, you know, you can work with him.
0: Mm -hmm. And I mean, looking at this deck, I have yet to find a creature that is not a legendary creature.
1: I'm pretty sure every single one of them is legendary.
0: Yeah, so it's really going to come down to, like, the artifacts. Yeah, there's a few artifacts in here, like Arcane. A few non-legendary artifacts. Actually, I would say a majority non-legendary artifacts. Mm-hmm. But there's a decent amount of legendary artifacts, and the only enchantment is legendary. Like, there's a lot of synergy with that. You're going to be drawing a lot of cards, and you're going to be losing life, so, you know, you got to... Worth it but... to draw the cards. I mean, look exactly, look, look at yeah. it this way,
1: right? Like, Tejada gives something lifelink, so I'm okay
0: losing that. Yeah, that's true too, yeah. I mean, yeah, I really like I think alternate commander, at least this guy, I'd say he's uh Eldrain.
1: I would say El Drain. The other alternate commander that was printed is Alicia, who smiles at death, which is already mm-hmm. just a straight up Eldrain level card. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say was this from Eldrain? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sounds like it might have been.
1: <laughs> uh what what new yeah. cards we got? Taking a look through them, we got another dragon. What a surprise!
0: <laughs> well, you got to have You a
1: gotta dragon. have a dragon.
0: Uh, Blade Wing. Is this a a new Blade Wing? Because he's definitely
1: this. He looks yeah, like he looks like straight out of Wow. He does look straight out of Wow. Yeah.
0: Blade Wing is is I think I have a Blade Wing in my Earth Dragon deck. I think I forget which what his name is, but yeah, this is definitely like a new Blade Wing.
1: And that's ridiculous.
0: But, yeah. Read that off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do it. <laughs> okay. Blade Wing Deathless Tyrant costs five black red to get a six six legendary dragon skeleton with flying and haste. It says whenever Blade Wing Deathless Tyrant deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker, for each creature card in your graveyard, create two two black zombie knight creature token with menace. Like if if you've got Sh- Shane out, he's already he's attacking the second you you play him with menace. And then you're just a crap ton of zombie knights. Like he's really good. With menace, like
1: the only downside yeah, is with he's menace- seven mana, and then you're in you're in Mardu. You're not ramping yeah. much.
0: That is, I think, the only thing holding back. But you've got a decent amount of rocks in here, so like,
1: my gut says he's going right into Ur dragon.
0: It'd be hard to not put him into Ur dragon. Yeah,
1: we gotta we gotta you gotta figure out some of those cuts, man, for your Ur dragon deck.
0: I really do. Like, I have I really like my Ur-Dragon deck, but there have been so many things coming out recently that I was like, oh, this needs to go in Ur-Dragon. This needs to go in Ur-Dragon.
1: I am very much a fan of this new equipment in this deck, the Reaver Cleaver. <laughs> you laugh. Two and a red for a legendary artifact equipment. Equipped creature gets plus one, plus one, and has trample. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player or planeswalker... Create that many treasure tokens. We
0: don't need Equip more three. treasure.
1: <laughs> I don't get how does this cleaver make gold? It's what, the reaver cleaver. <laughs> what's he? What's he reaving? what uh, I don't get I, it. Great card, straight into equipment decks.
0: Oh, absolutely. absolutely. It's so good. It's it's old gnawbones. on, a, on an axe. <laughs> yeah, on an axe. <laughs> maybe maybe they made this from old gnawbones' bones bones is.
1: Yeah. We also actually have a, a new card is uh, a, a new colorless commander or a new colorless legendary creature that can be a commander, which is pretty interesting. We don't have many of them. Yeah, it's the Peregrine Dynamo three mana for a one five legendary artifact creature construct one. He's got haste and then one in tap copy target activated or triggered ability. You control from another s- legendary source. That's not a commander. you may choose
0: new targets for the copy. I don't know what you would do with that. well, but... it just says it's not a commander, so you're just so say someone's got like a legendary like creature out and they're trying to like um let me look at like someone who's in well
1: like here. the problem is right like how many I'm saying if you want to run this guy as your commander, you know what I mean like
0: yeah yeah, you need other legend he's not I don't think he is a good commander he is sure, good in he's good but he's good in this deck. Yes, you know he's Very good, good in legendary. He'd
1: deck. be great in Sissé or Oops All Legends kinds of decks.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's. I mean, so sure you're not. You're not. Um, but it says it's legendary source too. Like you can, oh, that's, that's say you've got your Reaver Cleaver out. You can copy that. Yep, and just put it on a different creature. Yep, that's uh, he's. That's really double good. the treasures. That's double the treasures. Oh my god! I think this, this overall, is,
1: Tim. I, I don't know if this is drain. I'd say this is a 7 for the think? new cards. I think this is a 7 for the new cards. I mean, there's some good ones, but then you look at a card like Zerium, Golden Wind. Okay, cool. We have Griffin Tribal now?
0: I mean, I think, sure. Zerium's
1: you know, not that great. Moira, Erborg, Haunt. It's fine.
0: I, I think Varak is very good.
1: Varak is very good in in specific situations.
0: In situations. So, But like, you're obviously going to try and make sure that you're in that situation, and I think he's very good for that. Correct.
1: Like, obviously, he's going to be great for like.
0: Well, no, not even. I guess fetch lands. He'd be pretty good for fetch lands. Kadric Soulkindler, I think he's pretty good. Legend rule doesn't apply to tokens you control, so you can make a bunch of legendary tokens.
1: Yeah, I mean, we already have a bunch of other creatures that do that, though.
0: Yeah, but here's more.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's redundancy.
0: You always say redundancy is good. Redundancy is good. That's fair. I I think it is probably, on. in my opinion, on the lower end of Eldrain. But I would say it's above average, so I would say it's above this is a 7. Well,
1: I'm going to say this is a 7. Okay. Because I round down, and I'm the one running the Excel file. Fair, I guess. <laughs> Not really, actually. Anyway, let's look at creature reprints. I mean, I mean, it's just a bunch of good it. legendaries, right? Yeah, yeah you've got Atali
0: Primal Storm. I'm already giving this
1: less than a seven because it's got freaking Zetalpa. I swear, <laughs> to, I swear to God, Tim, someone at Wizards is like, "How many Zetalpas can we print on one sheet?" And then they, they basically yes. only printed Zetalpas for six years.
0: I, you're not wrong, right? Like, I can't. I'm not disagreeing, but I don't think you should use Zetalpa <laughs> to hold it back because it's got a Tali. <laughs> it's got a Tali,
1: who is fine wait no it doesn't have a Tali. a it's
0: Tali primal storm oh it's right it. i'm sorry i was
1: trying to look for an a okay oh, great oh, you're right the 10 cent Zatolpa is nowhere near as good as the 30 cent Itali. i think what you're gonna this... find is this deck is gonna suffer really really heavily
0: from the fact that everything is super expensive mana wise yes very much so i think you're right. The reprints... Well, I think the reprints are... I think they're fine. They're fine. They're I think they're fine. Deck, I, I think. think
1: Baby's first deck for the reprints. It's nothing new. Yeah. It's nothing splashy. You know, none the of these here are really blowing me away for the reprints.
0: Pain, Painbow reprints were multicolored good stuff. This is legendary good this stuff. This is legendary good stuff. Exactly.
1: Okay, let's look at instance and Sorceries. Uh, in general, I mean, I'm not really seeing too much that's really blowing me away on this one nah. obviously bedevil is a great reprint i'm always a fan I, of bedevil. I do like the devil yeah generous, generous gift is always gift. a good reprint
0: um this one surprisingly does not have a path the other one did you know yeah, i think it could That
1: is interesting why doesn't have the path
0: i'm not sure but like this one you could have used a path wear and tear destroy target artifact destroy target enchantment it. it's and not fuse terrible but yeah, it but could like, be a path it could I'd rather a have a path I'd yeah. rather have a path, that's exactly I'd rather have anything. I'd I'd say not dumpster fire. I'd say baby's first deck.
1: Again. I would say baby's first deck for sorcery as an instance for sure. Which is fine. I mean I'm not expecting them to print another one of those guardi fierce guardianships again. I think they learned their lesson very heavily with those cards. Yeah. Moving on to artifacts and enchantment, which you'll notice there's only a single enchantment, Day of Destiny. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty good. It's
0: legendary. Th- Three and a white,
1: God. legendary enchantment, legendary creatures. You can control get plus two, plus two. Honestly, yeah. not bad.
0: Not bad. It's it's not very expensive. No, it's it's a little expensive, but it's not terrible.
1: Um, black blade reforged. Monty's That's always a good monument. card. Bontu's monument is actually a decent card. That's a four dollar card. Yeah, like I I like Bontu's monument. They've gi- got the oh, other. Wow, they're giving all three monuments.
0: Yeah, Oketra's monument as well. Oketra's not these help all of these help because they reduce the cost of basically all of the colors in this deck right so they're all good yeah i like bantu's overall better bantu's, bantu's like, is
1: the best because because of this the, the second ability
0: yeah Hazarets gives you some some what is it rummage when you discard yeah, first and then
1: uh it's, yeah Hazarets rummage oketra is just white weenie which is Wait, weenie, which yeah. is fine. It's fine. It's you got it's, your it's free. You got
0: your soul ring. You have got a soul ring, so it's already better it's than it. Already the other
1: better. One. I mean um, I'm I'm not unimpressed, but you know, I'm I'm in I'm whelmed. I am very I'm not whelmed. underwhelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. <laughs> I'm whelmed. It, does that mean it's a seven? I say this is a seven. This is middle of yeah. the pack middle yep. of the pack artifact enchantment reprints. Honestly, the Day <laughs> of Destiny is pretty darn good in there. That's a six dollar card. <laughs> Yeah, one it's enchantment. So overwhelming. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one enchantment in this deck is better than the pain bows. All of enchantments,
0: it sure is, which is pretty sad. Yep. Yeah.
1: All right, moving on to the lands. We got thirty nine lands again. Oh, which... all right, already better. It's got pain lands in it.
0: Oh, does it? Uh, where have I just not gotten to them?
1: The very first one, battlefield forge.
0: Oh, that I I blew right past that. Yeah. <laughs> Bajuka Bog. I'm never going to complain about a Bajuka Bog. I know they're not expensive, but I think it's just a great card.
1: So this card actually, this this right here, the reprint of this land, Shizo Death's Storehouse.
0: That's like a $30 card or it something, is. right? It is.
1: It's a legendary land. Tap, add black to your mana pool. Black and tap, target legendary creature, gains fear until end of turn. That's incredible in this deck. This That's a really Because good of that, because of this land, because of the value that this provides, I mean, it's got all the scry lands. it's got all the Slow Lands, it's got Cave, of, it's got the Pain Lands. I gotta go. Honestly, was this for Meldrain? For the lands, <laughs> you think? For the lands, just because I of think, that? I think this is the most expensive land we've ever seen them reprint. That is fair. And I mean, yeah, yeah, that's gotta count for something. Yeah, including all the Pain Lands, I gotta give them credit where it's due. I'm I'm always okay with Pain Lands. I know they're only fifty cents, but I'm always okay with Pain Lands.
0: It's got a bunch of, what are the, what are the, what's the name for lands like Orzot, Basilica, and Ragnar's uh, Canarian?
1: I think they're called Bounce they Lands. Bounce Lands, yeah.
0: So, I think, and again, I know we're just looking at the the thing out of the box, but because it's got all of these, the Bounce Lands in it, I feel like you gotta put that, that new um, tiller engine in here. Yeah. Like, that would just be so good, because there's not that much ramp, there's not a lot of rocks. Yeah, in here there's a decent amount but like it's mardu you need all the help you can get exactly
1: so i'm also never gonna say no to a bajuka bog that's, if i, yeah, if that's I could put I a bajuka saying. bog in every single deck i would you know what painbow doesn't have a bajuka bog it sure does what the hell <laughs> i'm gonna say was this from eldraine for legends legacy i you know what i
0: i'm inclined to agree
1: i'm actually i know we normally crap all over the land base but for this one i'm impressed yeah would you say you're overwhelmed? I would say I'm slightly above whelmed.
0: yeah I'm just I'm just just a hint of overwhelming but mainly whelmed
1: yes for the <laughs> most
0: part whelmed but slightly above yeah I mean I like this tech I think this is really good. yeah, so all right, so let's talk about it. let's talk out of the box playability. I think out of the box playability, I do think the color base is your biggest issue here, right the fact that it is mardu. You need all the help you can get. So out of the box, I'm mm. probably going to go... I don't... Well, let's let's assume
1: I'm playing this deck against Painbow, right? Like, I'm not taking this and sitting down at a table with three other constructed decks. Yeah. None of the pre-cons I'm going to. Could I? Sure. Would I, yeah. like, miraculously win? Between these two decks, I would miraculously win with Legends Legacy more often than Painbow, I believe.
0: I Yeah, so I, what I was getting to too bad I beat was, you to it <laughs> was I was gonna say I think if this had better land you know I'm, I'm not even gonna go down that route out of the box I'd say this is a seven
1: okay I can I can agree with that I think yeah, yeah I, compared to other pre-cons I would be happy to play this deck and I think mm-hmm. this deck actually synergizes pretty well with everything considered yeah fun
0: factor I'm also gonna say this is a seven okay I think this is where you and I are going to differ the most because I would say I really like Dahata. I yeah. I think she seems super fun. Obviously that could change. I could play it and be like, "Okay, you know what legendary good stuff isn't actually as fun as I, it seems on paper," but I like it. So I would say was this from Eldraine in terms of fun factor? You think so? I mean, yeah.
1: I I took away a couple of your sevens from before. So I'll give you That's I'll fun. give you this one because okay, I think I think I would have fun with this deck too. Yeah. I think it's I think a simple think- deck. It's an easy deck just to sit down shuffle it up and go mm-hmm. i think that the legendary abilities in this deck synergize pretty well
0: yeah and i think you know obviously just playing the game is fun but losing every single game isn't fun and the fact that you f- i feel like you would win more with this and like steal wins away yeah more with this i think that just makes it more fun too
1: i mean we also know the literal first thing i'm going to do with this deck is rip up Zatopa and put an extra planes <laughs> in
0: that's Out-of-the-box playability, yeah. zero.
1: Exactly. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me change that back to Dumpster Fire. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I I don't understand Wizards' fascination with Zatalpa.
1: I'm telling you, man, it's a conspiracy. They printed six billion of them, and we're like, what are we going to do? There's someone there named, like, Michael Zatalpa <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was like, I really
1: need a card named after me, and then they printed it not, heavily.
0: It's just not good. Zitalpa's I mean, it's not- fine. It's word soup, but it's eight mana.
1: Yeah, it's eight for mana for an 8-8. Eight
0: eight. Well, I, it's got double strike, you're right, so 8-8. Eight eight. With, with flying, vigilance, trample, and indestructible, right? So it is a good creature, but is it... I don't know. It's not... I don't understand it. There's better things.
1: There are better things. You're right.
0: Yeah. All right, so overall. Overall,
1: I think this is a seven. I mean, if you look at our average ratings here, you know we have a perfect mix between this is a seven. Baby's first deck was this El Drain. I think overall this is a seven. It's a pretty good precon by Wizards. Yeah, I think that's the best I, way to describe it.
0: I guess I I don't know. I think because we're only comparing it to other precons, it's it's obviously not CedH. Correct. But we've got four categories that we were saying was this from El Drain. Two, yeah, two with the creature reprints and instant sorceries. Yeah, they're babies first deck, and then the rest is this is seven.
1: But I mean, the, okay, so the way I see it is the the categories that actually like matter for the rating of the deck, such as new creatures, instant sorceries, artifact enchantments. Right. The only thing of like like obviously you have your face commander, which is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that we actually said that was better than
0: average was the land base. Which for the precons though, I feel like that says a lot because the precons
1: are crap land-based, usually. That's, that's fair. I, I still and, think this is a seven. I think it's a, a high seven.
0: Yeah, I guess if you all you're always rounding down.
1: I run a tight ship here, Timothy.
0: Mm-hmm. You're just such a pessimist. You just don't want to like a new precon deck. You're what are you still about you're I you're jilted a... by the fact that the Necrons commander is incredibly unbelievable. Don't even get
1: me started on that. I can't <laughs> wait to have the episode on Warhammer decks.
0: <laughs> you're, take, you're taking it out Ooh. on Dehada. Yeah,
1: take it out on Dehada.
0: Alright, I still... will settle for this is 7, but okay. I think it's a high.
1: It's a high seven. 7. It's a high 7. So overall, though, like, they're fine. I mean, I, I obviously, Legends Legacy is better. I think you're going to get more fun and more value out of Legends Legacy, but if you want some really cool Wooburg cards, you can get
0: Painbow. I mean, I don't think Painbow... If you get Painbow, I don't think you're gonna if you're not gonna hate it, right? Like it's it's a fine deck. But compared to some of the other pre cons we've had, it's a little underwhelming and I feel like uh, it's I because Painbow's Wuburg, to me, that's like a really tough introductory deck to play. Right? Like do you feel yeah. the same? I don't no, know. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah.
1: I I think what's I think if I were to have a new player, I'm gonna hand them Legend's Legacy over Painbow because you're going to play oh, yeah. Painbow. You're going to hate it because it's
0: Wooberg, and you're like, I can't play anything. Yeah, nothing. You know? I can't. <laughs> everything in my hand costs more mana than I've seen all game. Exactly. I think Painbow
1: has the higher upgrade ability.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's Wooberg, right? You yeah. You can literally that's what add I mean. any card ever. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I think Legends Legacy out of the box is a better deck. I agree. And I we, will also we say. We agreed,
0: Tim? Yeah. <laughs> I will also say i do think the commanders should should count for a lot and jared versus dahada is just like it's not even a contest right
1: so the only the only caveat i would say is dahada does require at least one legendary to be out
0: that is true right i don't think that's gonna be too often sure sure with this
1: literal the deck is the idea of making (laughs) legendaries
0: that that means you have nothing legendary out at
1: all (laughs) i you know, at least Jared can protect
0: himself. That's true. With the Kabu. So, I, I, di- I digress. You're, you're right. But, I I don't know. I just, I really like this deck. I might get You this might buy deck. this deck. I think what I'm thinking of at the moment is I want to see how the Tyranid, because the Tyranid commander for the Warhammer Precons has been leaked at this point. Okay. And it is incredibly, in my opinion, underwhelming. I was really hoping for more interesting Tyranid uh, synergy mm-hmm. instead of just plus one, plus one counters. I already have a deck like that. I don't need another one. I, I am holding out hope that potentially there will still be Tyranid synergy somehow. I want to see how that plays out. And then yeah. if it doesn't, or if it's just plus one, plus one counters, probably, I think I might do Legends Legacy. I'm going to give it a bit. Fair enough.
1: You can up. I mean, there's... Like I said, there's a bajillion like, it's legendary creatures you could put into here. Tons of legendary oh, yeah. stuff you could do. I think this would be really cool to see upgraded.
0: Yeah. I think it'd be it could be really good. You could you could definitely make the uh upgrade it from a this is a seven to a definitely an Eldreen level. Exactly. So so
1: yeah, um I don't think for the decks that have come out in the past we're gonna have obviously full episodes dedicated to them. Just over time, Tim and I will discuss and, you know, put our rankings for these decks for past decks and things like that in here again all of this will be visible you guys can you're welcome to come see our rankings for all these decks compared to each other you can find the links on the facebook and the discord all of our social I think, media
0: i think what we could do and this 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 doesn't have to be in the episode or it could if you wanted to but an idea would be as we're going through if we find some that we think are really interesting maybe we make an episode on them sure like, we we found this diamond in the rough you know sure. i'm cool with that Okay. So with that being said, I think
1: for the most part that's a wrap up of Dominary United.
0: I think overall I'm I'm relatively happy about it, right? Like yeah. we're usually leaving these thinking like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: there's no Lenore in this one.
0: No, there's no Lenore. So um
1: So an improvement. There, it's still Yeah. I mean it's fine. It's still middle of the pack, it's, yeah. It's middle it's, of the pack, which I honestly for a pre con, I'll take. The problem is yep. a lot of these cards, you know, age with time, right? When mm-hmm. Fierce Guardianship came out, it was it was like, oh, this card's going to be pretty good, but it wasn't ninety dollars good, exactly. You know what I mean? But now it is. So I'm sure in in five years, someone's going to look at Legends Legacy and see the, the the Reaping Reaver or whatever it is, whatever the name of the the, the, the Reaver Cleaver, and that's going to be a seventy dollar
0: card. Because why not the Reaver? <laughs> if there's one that's going to be seventy, it's either Reaver Cleaver. Or maybe... I could see Peregrine being worth a little bit. Definitely not 70 nah. but I like it. No,
1: nah, Reaver Cleaver is going to be the expensive one from this set. Mark yeah. my word.
0: I, you know, I hope you're so wrong and it's Zerium. And everyone's like, Chris, you idiot. Griffins, <laughs> godlike. It's, it's going to be
1: mono-white griffin tribal.
0: They're going to make a precon in like eight years that is a griffin commander. And it's like it says, every time you cast Zerium or Zerium exists on the battlefield, make eight griffins. I mean, You're think like, about whoa. this. No,
1: Tim, literally think about this, right? Zerium attacks, makes a griffin. Zerium mm-hmm. and that griffin attack, you now have four griffins. Turn that should into t- eight griffins. Turn that into I- 16 griffins. This should be Zerium
0: golden wind squared. <laughs> if any, like, there, if only there were a way to express that mathematically. You're right. But there isn't, so we'll have to move on. Okay, so anti-sponsor. <laughs> have you Have you, you thought about it at all? I have not. I mean, I, I drove today, so, like, it's always going to be idiots on the road. Yeah. But I think we've done that before. We
1: have. You, I mean, you specifically called out PA drivers. That was Mitch. But you supported it.
0: I And I would again. That's fair. <laughs> Can our anti-sponsors be hangovers? <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know.
1: I got one yeah. for you.
0: All right, let's go.
1: It's... It's something I feel like has always been around. Just no one's really noticed until recently because people don't really pay attention and the internet exists now.
0: Mm. In that, that latter part's really the thing. Yeah, that <laughs> part. It's really the <laughs> thing.
1: It's, it's an interesting term. It's called shrinkflation. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of it? Uh, I have not. Okay, so it's the concept of companies reducing the amount of goods or materials or, you know, foodstuffs or whatever they make, but keeping the same price. So So, for example, taking a bag of chips – and, like, reducing it from, like, 12 ounces to 11 ounces of chips. Something small that, over time, is going to be, like, a big cost saver to the company. But, like, people aren't going to notice. Because, like, what's the difference between 12 ounces and 11 ounces? But they yeah, keep the same I know price. I,
0: yeah, I didn't know there was a name for it, but absolutely, yeah. You
1: know? Like, yeah. like, I've seen examples where there's, like, sodas that go from, like, 16 ounces to 15.5 ounces. You're, yeah. you're getting less product, but you're paying the same amount.
0: And then they'll, like, try and, like, dress it up like fancy new bottle shape. And it's like, yeah, okay, this bottle shape is smaller. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It's I, like you, it's... You, you
0: gave it a like face... Like it's curvy.
1: <laughs> you gave this bottle a curvy look. That's right. You <laughs> this
0: bottle 32, 28, 32. Yeah. We, we increased the amount of nitrogen
1: to keep your potato chips crispy in the bag. Yeah, yeah. but you took out three pounds of chips.
0: <laughs> I used to have three pounds of chips and bags. I have big, I have I big, big potato really chip us. bags, Tim.
1: <laughs> like, honestly, but, like, it 100%. Even, yeah, it hits everything, though. It hits, it yeah. even hit frickin' cat and dog food. I know for a fact for my dog, like, the amount of food in the bags that she gets has gone down, and we're paying the it, same price.
0: This is, like, I bring this up a lot, but this is, like, classic, just late-stage capitalism. It's so hard to, like... Save money. Nobody's innovating. It's way easier to do crap like this, just like dishonest—maybe, maybe not like illegal—but dishonest practices. That like, it's you're you think you're getting the same can of dog food or can of cat food every single time, and it's just barely noticeable that it's lit, it's littler. And they're probably saving millions over the over the aggregate, yeah. right? And, I mean, think about it, right?
1: Twelve ounces to eleven ounces to you as a consumer, not that big of a deal. Yeah. But these companies are selling. Millions of bags of potato chips, and yeah. you know you you cut that much. That could be five hundred, six hundred thousand dollars in savings, just on reducing the bag of chips by one ounce. Yeah, it's it's, it's
0: insane, and it's like it's nothing but harmful for the customer and pure benefit for the 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 company. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's just it's so I hate it. And then when like people will be like thirty three percent more of this liquid in this detergent bottle than other brands. And you look at all the other brands and it's like, they're literally the exact same. Yeah. So where's this 33% coming from?
1: Yep. You know, like sticks of deodorant that'll, mm-hmm. that'll keep the exact same packaging, but go from mm-hmm. like three ounces de- deodorant to like 2.8 ounces of deodorant. Yeah. You ever seen those like pictures of like taking the, the deodorant bottle apart and it's only like one inch of deodorant, like at the top and the rest of it is just empty space. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: You know maybe we can turn this into just um, shady
0: business tactics to
1: make your product look bigger.
0: I don't know if we're going to be doing this for for the rest of the podcast. we need to have as many ideas as we can. Oh jeez yeah. okay we'll we're... we'll turn this
1: one into a series <laughs> Shady business practices
0: number one number shrinflation. one think I think yeah, this is I, a good one It's dumb it's like and it's it's one of the it's very sneaky because you're right most people aren't going to notice that exactly. That's, that's exactly it, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, can go out the, you can go
1: look, but, you know, if anybody wants to buy a candy bar, they're going to go buy the candy bar because they like that candy bar. And so yeah. the companies know that they can get away with m- reducing the length of your candy bar by half an inch,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and no one's going to say anything. But the company's going to save tons of money.
0: Well, and, and like, it's it, it's just something you're not thinking about. Because if the price is staying the same you're not it and the package is like relatively the same size i'm not gonna notice that yeah, candy that's bar the, is like half that's the
1: problem tim i read every single weight of every single food that i purchase to make sure i'm not getting stiffed
0: well every weight. if you do it, it looks like you are getting stiffed you just noticed that's because it doesn't sound like <laughs> fair <laughs> enough yeah. i'm mad
1: about it but i guess i have to buy it
0: i mean yeah like right like if you want that th- candy bar or that detergent or whatever yep you just gotta deal with it. It doesn't sound like they've got the 2.8 ounces and the three ounces option, you know? Exactly.
1: I think I think we really should turn this into a series shady, shady marketing and business practices.
0: Yeah, we're like gonna you. we're gonna solve this problem. We're guys. gonna we're gonna
1: at least talk about it.
0: Yeah, we're, we're gonna complain. That's right. So all right, moving into plugs, support us on Patreon. <laughs> By the way, our Patreon has one less tier. But we've increased the prices across the board. That's right. That's
1: <laughs> no, that is not true. <laughs>
0: That's not. <laughs> That's
1: not true. Check out all of our social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter at EDH, but casual. You can find us in Discord. We'd love to have you guys come join us on Discord. You can check out our website, uh, casualcommanderpodcast.com dot And obviously, if you'd love to, if you'd like to support us in any way, shape, or form, we'd very much appreciate it. If you want to give back to the podcast, be sure to check out the Patreon or check out our merch store. We got lots of good stuff on there. Last but not least, Tim, we have hit a thousand followers, so that means it's giveaway time.
0: Woo! We so did be sure, it. Yeah.
1: So be sure if you're listening, check in the Facebook. I don't know if the, I mean, the giveaway might be going, it might not be going yet by the time of this release. So be sure to be checking the Facebook for details on the giveaway.
0: How many followers do we have to have for it to start getting to my head? Because I'm thinking now. I'm there.
1: Yeah, I'm there. I've already, I've already bought a red carpet for my house. I'm gonna take a
0: nine-minute private jet flight. From here to like somewhere, I could have driven. You see the problem just though is Tim,
1: they're gonna they're gonna only take eight point nine minutes, but charge you for nine. G- <laughs> genius, you know, genius. That's
0: just that's just good business. <laughs>
1: you know, fair enough. Enjoy the pre-release, guys. This episode will be released the weekend of pre-release. Hope you all had fun. Enjoy Dominaria United.
0: I'm looking forward to putting these cards in my decks. And- I am too. I think there's a lot of good stuff coming out that. Definitely gonna be making it into I need to start upgrading. Yeah, absolutely. Time to start reviewing your old decks, Tim. <laughs> every every time there's a set, it's like, ooh, that's Ugh. going an Ur Dragon, but I haven't made too many cuts yet, there so I go. need to figure that out.
1: Well, until next time, guys, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And this is Casual Commander. And we love you.